Hey everybody, this is Steve Gibson. And I'm Ryan Berger. And welcome to this week's episode of Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to listen to part two of our time with Jeff Stats, Chief Marketing Officer with Haley Marketing Group, continue to tell us some things that recruiting and staffing firms should be doing in their marketing that they're not. Mm -hmm, That's right. So we're going to jump right in uh, after the music and you'll listen to Steve. Take it away. One of the things that was that we've seen in the recruiting side of the business here um, that's been different the last couple of years is they've all had job orders. Um, yep. And so mm-hmm. you know, they started actually neglecting a lot of firms started neglecting because the need for candidates was so high. Um, started neglecting their their traditional business development efforts they were doing because clients were calling in with, with job orders all the time um, yep. and wanted to focus more on candidates. And we had a lot of people saying, hey, you know, what do I do with candidates? How do I reach them? It became a very big priority which really hadn't been a priority in the in the uh, in the direct hire executive search world before, you know, this last couple of years. They, they've always had the relationships. They knew who the players were. They, you know, they could reach out. But but that's really changed in, in how it's gotten more and more. Uh, they, got, they, they became more and more scarce. Um, which is what will be an inter- interesting transition going into now a market where, you know, foreseeably we have we're going to have more candidates and less job orders. Um, and I think it, one of the things to think about if we were a recruiting firm is you know, what did we learn over the last couple of years to be able then to take into the not neglect candidates and continue right. what, whatever we established, whatever we started, continue that now and get going on that. But then bring back in that, that client interaction and start to build that up and start to be active in that way and how we can use things like automation, some of these marketing consistencies to you now elevate everything we're doing, not just one, like you said, the start and stop. I think there's always yeah. that 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 um, that start and stop nature within within not just recruiters, any business, really, but but ultimately what who we're talking to is recruiters they they, they stop, they go start, they stop, they start. Yeah, it, it's your natural between the sales and recruiting. You know, it is right. now, you know, it's all about candidates. Uh, sales, they'll, they'll, they're coming to us. We don't care. Like clients are sending me job orders left and right. I just got to find the right candidates. Well, when things flip. Like, does that mean that you don't do any client marketing? And what we saw is like uh, even executive recruiting firms or staffing firms, they didn't do any sales, you know, any sales marketing at all, any client marketing. They're like, who cares? Like they're coming to me. Like it doesn't matter. Well, when things flip, then you're screwed. And it's just like, you know, a solopreneur that, you know, is, is trying to, you know, sell, trying to onboard and he's trying to do service delivery. Well, it's not going to like it. Once you get bogged down with service delivery, what are you doing to get more prospects in your funnel? Because inevitably you're going to have attrition. So like, you've got to make this whole like, you know, process or create these, these, um, you know, what do they call them? The, uh, not processes, but like it's a systems, the big solopreneur thing is systems, you know, create these systems and tech stack is part of that. Because I think with, you know, right now, if you have an influx of candidates, you know what to do with them, have automation set up to ask where they are in their job search. Are they currently working? Are they, I mean, that's the hand raising campaigns that we're doing on the staffing side, because it's the same thing between, you know, somebody going for a direct hire job or somebody going for a temp job, you need to know like what, where they are in their job search, who's ready to go right now. Who's happy, you know, who's, who's kind of on the fence passive. I mean, you've got to understand that on that side, because that builds your, your bench strength to figure out what do you want to deliver? And, you know, do you want to send some NPCs out to a couple of clients and see if they bite? 
Now you brought up tech stack, and I, so I'm glad you did because I think one of the one of the hesitations is that, or even just that creates kind of a uh, immobility in some ways, is just the amount of technology or amount of software that's being thrown at people all the time. Uh, I mean, you have a, you, okay, you want to automate this? Here's a technology, here's five softwares you can look at. You have your ATS and you have these things and all the CRMs and all this, you know, this type of email marketing system and that and this tech software. Yep. And and they all do the same thing differently. Right. But yep. the same yeah. exact square way. Square is a triangle. Buy right. us because we're a triangle. You don't do squares. That's stupid. Right. But it's the same thing. And you get into them and you only tap like a certain, you know, like you scratch the surface of their capabilities and then the time to implement and all the things that go into that. I think that causes yep. a lot of of one, you, you get you, you're just tapped out from a from a budget perspective um, with, with automation and alone. Uh, and, you know, the, the traditional sell um, from any any um, uh, technology that solves sales to recruiters. Because we heard it all the time is, well, it's just one placement. You know, just all you need to do is make one placement off of this piece of technology right. that we're selling you and it's paid for. Well, yeah, that's right. true. But if I have 50 different types of softwares I have to buy and then I mm -hmm. make 50 placements that year, guess what? I didn't make any money. Um, right. And so, I, you know, what does a recruiting firm how do they decipher? How do they cut through all the weeds and all the noise? What kind of software do they really need? You know, obviously we have the ATS. Let's leave that alone. We know that needs to be there. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to say LinkedIn. You know, that needs to be there as well. You know, we have those kind of two yeah. kind of staples that are there. What what else should they consider when we talk about softwares to use that would get the most out of their daily activities? I mean, I so it's funny because I had a um, it, this was a president of a staffing firm who literally we we bought a piece of software because he said it sounded cool. He's like, <laughs> Hey, so like we had, you know, because we were a shared marketing service, I, you know, I was beholden to the president to like, you give me, it's your P and L you give me, you know, what you want and we'll, we'll vet it and everything. And he, he said to me, and this was, you know, three, four years ago, he's like, Hey man, I want to do this, this uh, piece of software because it sounds cool. Like it's not like we should be doing it. It sounds cool. And I'm like, that is not, that's like 101 of what not to do in terms of, of technology, because I guarantee you, and I've talked to, you know, uh, just companies in general, you don't even have to make them staffing firms, just companies in general that load up and bloat that tech stack so high with 75 different AIs. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm able to do this. I'm able to do that. They don't know how to use it and they don't even like know how to log into it. There's just a cool and, sales. There's just a cool sales well, guy right. in the corner smoking. Right, hey. right. Yeah, like if if your response to to it is, I saw it and said, "Hell yeah, brother!" Like <laughs> that's not the reason to get it. That's <laughs> the shiny object. And honestly, right. the, the thing you know, why tech is growing in the staffing and recruiting industry is because of that. Like yeah. there there used to be nothing like five years ago. There was probably twenty different different technologies or something like that that you heard of. I mean, there now there's like I mean, you go to these shows. There's 200 vendors. Yeah. I, and again, they're all like, yeah, this is the square automation company. This is the triangle. This is the circle. This is, uh, they all do the same thing. And you're like, yeah. well, what makes you different? Well, these guys stink. We're better. Yeah, it's almost, make you different. It, and it almost seems predatory in some ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, and, yeah. And, and I get that coming from, from their seat and their, their perspective. It's just, it feels like, okay, they see like an avenue here to kind of come in, sell as much as they can, you know, get their, get purchased by a portfolio or a private equity company, then that needs them in there in the book and they cash out and they go on and they look for the next industry to do this with. Yeah. Um, and so you know, that makes, I think that makes recruiters hesitant 
to do anything. So I, you know, it, it's, you know, it's just, recruiters it's, are smarter than that. I think, I think staffing firms, the problem with staffing firms is usually they're there. It's just a bigger company. So you usually have different eyes on it and everybody wants, has different wants, different feels different. Like I want this, I want that. This is going to help me out. That's going to help me out. You, it, it comes into that recruiters t- tend to be, have a little bit more of their ear to the ground and kind of understand how this is going to affect them, the impact. So that natural hesitation is real. I go back to, and to your question about, you know, what tech should they be choosing? I look at it from a process and engagement gap. Where are you losing candidates, losing sales? Where can you not keep your ATS clean? Like, what are some things that are happening that is just costing you time? And then from there, figure it out. Like, I can't tell you that texting makes sense because you're not texting your clients. Um, you know, I don't know if AI makes sense. I don't know if automation makes sense. It really, like, if you don't have what your process is, your recruiting process, your sales process, if you don't have what it is, then like, you're not going to know what to use because that's the first thing I would do. Then figure out, okay, I need an email platform. Not that I need XYZ Corp because they're, they're squares. Look at it from like, okay, what do I need to fill this gap? Is it email? Is it, you know, whatever text? Is it, um, you know, a parser? You know, is it Daxtra? Is it Zoom Info? Is it this? Is it that? And like, you know, there's all sorts of things there. And then just do your homework, you know, figure right. out like, is it vaporware or does, you know, do you have results? So right. that's what I would recommend before even getting into the types. So, so I'm concerned, Ryan, that we're not putting off like a vibe that's cool enough that people just want to like in, be involved in our marketing services and our websites just because we're cool. And and here I am wearing a backwards hat. I know, and you've got like the the, the trimmed beard with it like mm-hmm. missing from the side. You know, very. Well, that's just how it grows, <laughs> right? Right. And, and you in that yeah, fresh that's cut. That's a statement piece. Yeah. 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 Ryan, fresh... He's got this beautiful, beautiful haircut. I mean, oh, I, it's just it. it's it's just... a backwards hat kind of day though. Right. Well, sometimes it gets like that. And, and so, I mean, he, you know, you, you got the vibe. I feel like that people are looking for, I mean, you're Gen Zer, but you know, what are we not putting out that, that, that people, that people should, uh, should want to be able to just, you know, pay us money just to hang out with us. That's, that's what I'm looking. That's what I want to be able to try to figure out. I don't know. I think we just need to start getting to some tra- trade shows, some conferences and just posting up. You know, just, just post it up. Corner. Yeah. Well, and then, you the know, hotel bar guys. Yeah. yeah you know, just sit there like, were you guys in there? And in there? Nah, it's out here. Yeah. It's out yeah. here. Just, just finger guns. Oh, and yeah. That's like, a big part of our, that's leather, actually yeah. our, our marketing campaign for the year is just finger guns. That's yeah. leather, all we leather wrote. Jackets, that's, leather jackets, denim. Yeah. Everywhere. I, I'd go leather vest if I were you. Leather, leather vest. Leather. So yeah. I think Jeff's going in the opposite direction. <laughs> He's, he just wanted to be a magician. He just, <laughs> right. Everybody loves magic. Card tricks. Uh, Close-up magic. Make sure it's after a fish dinner. Yeah. Um, yep. Really yep. get in their face. Where's the quarter? Go find yeah. the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's... Um, so, so we talked about, you know, some things that recruiting firms should learn from, from staffing firms. Um, you know, what are some things that both recruiting firms and staffing firms, sh- both collectively, should be doing from a marketing perspective that they're not? You know, you said staffing, staffing kind of came to it, you know, hey, they, they've kind of been involved, recruiting's coming around. What are things that they both should be looking forward to or looking to in the next year? 
I, I think that, you know, one thing I think is, is unfortunate, but it's, it's part of the business is this pay to play advertising, you know, on Google, I think that yeah. organic, I think SEO is good. I think SEO has its purpose. I think SEO is the long game and the retaining of those keywords. But I think there's a pay to play element that you're going to have to get into. And again, the riches are in the niches. So if you're doing like executive recruiting, if you're focusing on aerospace, you're focusing on food and bev, or you're focusing on IT, or, you know, that is, that's like almost the perfect thing to do for pay-per-click because you already have your list of keywords that you want to go after. And it's just a matter of jumping the search. And, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it from a cheesy ad perspective. I do it from, you know, here's a, a checklist. Here is, you know, give away some content and be able to, to kind of, you know, kind of boost that content. So, you know, become the authority that you already are by saying, this is how you should run. If you're aerospace, you know, company and, and you're looking at engineers in there, like this is how your engineering team should be structured, you know, based sure. on our 20 years of experience, this is, this is how you should structure it. You know, this is a big checklist that you should download, then get that, get that in paid, start building that lead base and that lead funnel. I think that's, that's, you know, a, a big thing there. I think from a candidate perspective, you know, I, I think you're always going to have automate automation is always going to be a, a part of it. I would say both look at it. Automation is still new. So, right. I mean, there's only about 1500 of the 21,000 that are doing automation right now. And automation, the problem is it, to your point about the volume is it's that donut. Like it's in that, like probably 25 million to, you know, and up, and trying to get down mm. into those, you know, the 10 million, the 5 million, the, the million, like that becomes the, are you early adopter? Are you tech forward? You know, are, do you understand the investment? You understand the need. Um, but I think there's a lot of opportunity there um, from that marketing. And then all the things we talked about automation. Um, I think there's a personal branding side of things that is, are missed a lot with executive recruiters, or maybe they think they're doing it, but they yeah. may not be doing it the right way with the right um, machine behind it because right. like, you know, staffing tries to do personal branding. And I think it's just hard because, you know, recruiters and staffing, the turnover is so high. Yeah. I mean, it's hard, you know, and it's just, it's almost like I, I was a stockbroker when I came out of school and it's like, if you made it a year, which I did not, if you made it a year, like you, you were going to be successful. I mean, yeah. cause it is, it is, it's, you know, smile and dial, like that's all it is. And I think with, you know, with high volume staffing recruiters, it's, it's hard to do that. So you, or they focus on building a personal brand instead of filling jobs, you know, because right. that's what they like to do. But mm -hmm. I think executive recruiters that, that personal brand. And so is that, you know, um, you know, reputation management is that, you know, thought leadership, content development, um, you know, that all plays into SEO that could all play into pay-per-click. You know, there's, there's a lot of opportunity where you're just building your brand and then amplifying that brand through pay-per-click through, you know, other things, whether you want to do a LinkedIn ad or anything like that. I mean, I think there's just, there's an opportunity missed, I think in a lot of executive recruiters, most of it because of time right. or topic. I don't know what to do um, or I don't have the time to do it or both. Right. And well, and just the idea of, like you said, so if I don't have the time to do it and I, what I'm doing and what I've always done works, works well enough why would i take the time and make that leap and, and start investing in these things you know so i mean i think there's a lot of that mindset that goes into kind of some of the things that you're talking about there with that 
Um, you know, it's, it's that that question was, don't you want to make more money? <laughs> don't you want to make more placements? Don't you want to have more reach? Don't you want to be able to choose the the, the assignments that you want to work on? You know, would you when you rather work with a client that values you versus this guy that's always asking you to reduce your fee and never giving giving you feedback? There's always a better situation and, and better uh, a better outcomes that can could could happen if you could find the ways to get to that. Yeah. I mean, it, it becomes that inbound versus outbound, you know, you've been making calls for 20 years and you're always making calls and you're probably getting a lot of your business based on referrals. But what if you could just get uh, somebody that doesn't even know you, but knows your content to contact you, right? Like that's kind of the, those hidden gems that you're talking about, you know, building your authority and kind of owning that market. Like those, like, I don't think you can own your market unless you're super, super niche. Like you're the nuclear physicist recruiter of the year. Um, like that, you, you know, that most of the time, if you're vertical, you can't own that thing unless you have a combination of what you're doing, you know, calls, emails, texts, all that stuff. But you gotta, you gotta have that digital mark engine, I yeah. think to really, you know, just solidify what you're doing. And I think at some point that's going to be a need. I mean, it's a need in staffing. I don't think it's a want or a nice to have anymore. Like it is a need. I think there's just been enough results. Both Haley's done. The industry has shown. Um, I think executive recruiters, are, you know, there, there's a case for it. But I think that, you know, with however many clients you guys have and doing the marketing services, I'm sure you have results. Oh, to yeah. be able to be like, hey, like this is what he's doing. And like, we need to get this out you know, to others. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not even a competitive thing. It lifts the whole industry. Yeah. You can tell the story. So, well, yeah. and, and that's a great point too about lifting the whole industry because recruiting and I mean, at least I know this on the recruiting side, and I'm sure staffing has some of these same issues, has this, this very negative connotation among um, kind of just the general public, you know, recruiters don't care about you. Recruiters aren't going to take the time. And so anytime that you can do something to show value, both, from your own, uh, you know, one to whatever size firm uh, through the entire industry, it's, it's going to help everybody. And I think that's yeah. a really great point that you're making. Yeah. And I think too, yeah. there's always that struggle within the recruiting industry from like HR and, and recruiters, um, you know, and it kind of seems like if they, they feel like if they don't use, if they use a recruiter, they're not doing the job in some organizations. Cause I don't know if it comes out of the budget or how all that works, but there's just always seems like they're gatekeepers. It always seems to be kind of an internal struggle there within that. But what if they started seeing recruiters as a value or just being more, more, more frequently exposed to uh, recruiting agencies and the connotation or that negative connotation of partnering with them was kind of released or dropped. It's, we're talking about elevating the whole industry you know, that could release some stigma of what it means to partner with a recruiting firm. Uh, in some ways. And that's not something that really from an individual firm can make the impact across the industry, of course, I and mean, you can do it with an individual organization, but, but the way that if everybody's working together, the industry is being elevated, that can really kind of open the doors completely to, to new relationships and new opportunities to make, make more placements with all kinds of firms. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, there, there's this whole, you know, competitive versus collaboration, you know, mentality and like staffing is kind of like that because it's, it's that owning the market. We own the light industrial market in Cleveland, Ohio. And it's like, who cares? I mean, there's enough out there right. to be able to own it. Now there's some whales that people want to work with, 
You know, like these, these companies are awesome. I want to work with them. You know, like spoiler alert, they're probably working with you and three others, right? You know, because mm-hmm. that's just the way this is working right now. But on the like, I always thought of the executive recruiters and those just niche recruiters as almost like what you would do with a marketing team. I've got a marketing coordinator, I've got a marketing manager, whatever, and I need experts. Like I need, I know that I'm a generalist because that's me. Like my background is I'm a marketing generalist. I know a little bit about everything, but I'm not an expert other than automation in like SEO or digital marketing or like any of that stuff. But like HR should be that same way. They have talent acquisition, they have benefits, they have, you know, um, onboarding, employee engagement and all that. Well, from a acquisition standpoint, they, they may not know enough about a particular title or function or whatever. Mm. And that's where the recruiters could be like, you know what, we could be your expert. Like we're the, we're that, that expertise arm of what you're looking for. So whenever you're looking for that, let us know. And you like, you're able to justify that fee, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, it's going to take you X amount of days, months or whatever to look for somebody. And they're probably getting yelled at because they probably don't have the right fit. Right. Um, You know, and so how can you be an extension of what they're doing right now? And then the value add hopefully takes care of itself. Right. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, Other things I think that people should we probably don't have time to get into this, but just the idea of other things that they can do and things that they think about, you know, we've brought it up slightly touched on it. AI, Um, you know, everybody's talking about chat, GPT and and those things that are involved with that. You know, you know, look into AI ways, supplementing your time to, to create things like some content pieces, different things like that, that you can do on your own. Uh, and then be able to complement in what a strategic plan is or what, whatever kind of strategic plan is being used within your marketing campaigns and what's taking place with those marketing partners that you are engaging. Um, I, I just for fun, I wrote, I told ChatGP to write us a poem in the style of Dr. Seuss of why recruiters should use marketing services from recruiterswebsites.com. So I'm going to recite that for us now. Um, I'm excited. So, and then after that, we're going to, we're going to make Jeff do our celebrity game because it's stupid. And that's, that's why we're going to do it. Um, mm-hmm. okay. That's us. So over recru- recruiters, listen up and hear a website that will bring you cheer. Recruiterswebsites.com is the name for all your recruiting marketing game with job postings that shine and gleam. Your positions will surely beam to the top of the list. They'll climb, bringing in candidates in no time. And with a sleek and modern design, your company's brand will surely shine. And with analytics that track and measure measure, you'll know just how to get your recruiting treasure. So don't delay. Don't be a laggard. Visit recruiterswebsites.com. <laughs> it's not hard. Your recruiting efforts will soar with the help of this website forevermore. Wow. It's groundbreaking. We don't have to think anymore at all. I'm, ex- nope. I'm excited to live in the future of Wally minus the earth destruction part. <laughs> you're, you're, you're cool with like sitting in the chair and like just like hanging out and like. I would love for my bones to fuse together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jeff, that's the dream. It's the dream. It's the dream. It really is. Yeah. When you really think about it, and you look at your life five years from now, what do you want to be doing? Ten minutes from now. Yep. What do you want to do? I'm loafing. Yeah. It's happening. (laughs) Yep. All right. I'm going to generate a a a random celebrity using our random celebrity generator, and the goal here, Jeff, is to yeah, pending is to uh, find a way or build a case for why that person's career, build an analogy out of that person's career, and how this how it relates to or how it could relate to the staffing recruiting industry. So, um, 
Uh, what's an example, Ryan, of somebody we've done? I don't know. Um, we talked about. So here is one for like James Brown. James Brown is was oh, so yeah, okay. influential in the in the world of soul and funk. And like James Brown, you need to make sure that your website's able to make impact and establish a foundation of and, and make a groundbreaking result in the recruiting industry or a groundbreaking movement in the recruiting industry. Be the grandfather of recruiting, whatever it is, you know. Yeah, I said it's stupid. So that I feel good. All right, there we right. go. He gets so, it. He gets it. So here we go. All right. We have a sound effect. Oh, okay. Well, let's cut that. <laughs> let's not patent it. Apparently not. So, all right. It's a good one. You got a good one here. Kate Winslet. Uh, I, well, this is a good one. So Kate Winslet, one of my favorite, favorite movies of all time is, you know, the recruiter is like Leo, you know, or Jack Dawson, if you will. And, and Kate could just be, you know, just, she, she's the, the, the candidate just looking for something like, what do I want to do? Am I going to go from England to, to America minus the, the iceberg? And that recruiter is almost your guide holding you and just supporting you throughout the whole process. And I think that you want to be Kate Winslet. If you're a candidate, be Kate Winslet. Like you want a Leo behind you. And then like you kill him off because you take the door <laughs> versus versus him so he is going to leave you rose he's going to leave you right. so right he'll, yeah. he'll draw you a a new career yeah. yeah and yeah he won't let you sink so there you go no he won't, he won't. let you sink he won't and then you'll show up in another movie with him yeah i can't remember the name of it but but that's a good thing because recruiters can come back mm -hmm. i'm going to talk to that candidate again in this life or the next hey. so yeah i was i tell you what it's it's it's, I mean, it's our, it's our bald guests that nail it every time. <laughs> Grass doesn't grow on a busy street, my friend. Grass doesn't grow on a busy street. I know. No, but here's the most important question is, um, do you think he could have fit on that door? That's what we really need to find out. Oh, don't even get me started on that. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, it's, I don't understand it. Why was she so selfish? It's not going to wobble. Like that's, I, I, I don't know. AI would figure it out. AI would have figured it out. <laughs> I'm going to ask ChatGPT real quick. Um, <laughs> see what they think. Hold on. I know we're running along here. We got to know. So so just so you guys know, uh, Chat and AI, ChatGPT, uh, doesn't think it was possible. In the movie Titanic, Jack and Rose are shown on the door floating in the ocean after the ship sinks. This is a popular belief that Jack could fit on the door with Rose and therefore survive the sinking. But this is not accurate. The door was not large enough to accommodate both characters and would not have been able to support both of their weight. Additionally, Jack sacrificed his own life to save Rose, allowing her to survive. We know that, AI. That's yeah. Well, it sounds like AI still has some learning to do. It can't do anything, can it? It can't do yeah. everything. There's so. a lot of conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. All right. Jeff, you're a busy guy. We appreciate your time. Um, Thank you Ryan, so much. Do, yeah, Ryan, do, would they, yeah, thanks, guys. do they have like social things that people should be looking at for us? I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we've we've always got our good old recruiters websites linked in and our distinctly digital LinkedIn. People can uh, come and give us some show ideas and shout out, talk about what they loved, uh, talk about the great job that Jeff did here on the show. Uh, of course, you can always follow Haley Marketing, too, on LinkedIn. Go check out their website, um, have conversations with them if you, you know, they're, they're obviously great people. Um, <laughs> and besides that, you, know, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and uh, 
we got a we got a fun newsletter. Even though uh, Jeff doesn't quite like that word, we we do have one. Yeah, it's just it's it's just not a good word, but I'm sure it's fun. It it is fun. <laughs> we do our best. <laughs> uh, that's cool, guys. Thanks a lot for having me on. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks everybody for listening.